The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're not eating organic and you're not worried about what kind of food you're consuming, you are taking in all of these anti-nutrients, we'll call them, pesticides, antibiotics, hormones, synthetic growth hormones, from your dairy, from your animal protein, to your grains, to your fruits and veggies, because a lot of companies just decided they wanted to resolve this issue with things that the human body aren't capable of consuming and it's increasing disease at a rapid pace. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Your gut healing journey begins here. Welcome back to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee. Thank you so much for being here. We are just continuing on our gut healing journey as we step into episode three of what has been the gut health essentials, my baseline foundation for improving your gut health. Now, if you've been listening, you know that we've had a couple episodes already. We've had the episode in the past on elimination, which yes, we're talking about stool. It is so important to have elimination every day, sometimes twice a day. So you should be on that tip. If you haven't listened to that already, I definitely recommend going back. That's the first one. And then the second one, we talk about sleep, which is another essential part of our gut healing journey, but also our vitality, energy, and everything that's related to our body regenerating. It's actually pretty cool because I do talk about in the sleep one, I talk about how um, important it is to understand at what times of the day your organs regenerate. And if you learn that a little bit more, you can understand why you might be waking up at night and what you need to do to resolve this. So that's a really important episode. Today, we're going to be talking about obviously one of our most important gut health essentials, which is food. It's a huge part of our everyday. It's so important that we have it. We can die if we don't have food for too long. So yes, it's essential, but it has become a very much hot topic between diet culture and the way that our food has been transformed in America, traditionally from our American um, traditional American diet or the standard American diet, and how we consume it. 
whether it be that we're consuming it for health or for love or for stress or whatever the reasons are. So I want to break that down a little bit today. And I'm going to start here. How did our food system get so messed up? And where did all this disease come from? This is what's really important because our food system was an amazing part of our healing. It was whole foods and eating animal protein and crops. And we lived off the land. Most people had a farmer in the family or lived on a farm. And food was healing and nourishing and so much a part of our energy. So at what point did it become part of our disease? So you can track a lot of this back to the 90s. For instance, in the 90s, this was when there was a huge change in women going back into the workforce. And even starting mid-80s, late 80s, um, divorce rate rose. Um, Women started going back to the workplace more. There was more respect for women and change in our whole culture. And so what happened to the family dynamic? Women started going back to work, and this left little room for them to be able to be available to cook food for their family. Or I will say in general, just having one person at home to be the caretaker, which is part of like a general family is one person stays home to be the caretaker and another person goes to work. But now we have dual income families and people working two, three jobs to make ends meet, and there's nobody home to do the caretaking. So this brings in you know, our fast food, this brings in our TV dinners, and this starts to change everything that we know about eating a home-cooked meal. Things have preservatives and additives and sugar became more rampant or picking up carryout um, or stopping at fast food to get what you needed for your family to eat because you couldn't, nobody was available to make a home-cooked meal. Now, in addition to that, we had a very huge epidemic start. Around that time, there is a big pharma company known as Monsanto. If you haven't heard about it yet, this is something you're definitely going to want to explore for your family, look into, start researching. This company, Monsanto, developed a product called Roundup. Now, maybe you've used this product in your backyard to keep weeds from growing or to keep pests away or to keep the grass really green. And this company developed Roundup to basically sell to farmers to say, I know that you have pesky rodents and bugs and the weather changes, and this is keeping your crops from growing really well. But if you spray our product on your crops, it will keep all of that away and it will create a mass amount of of crops for you so that you can be abundant and have all of this stuff. So obviously the concept seemed amazing at first because it was super helpful for these farmers to be able to grow more faster so that they were able to keep up with supply and demand and that they were able to make money. Because obviously at the end of the day, that is what it's all about if you are trying to grow crops and sell them. And so at first it became really innocent and nobody really understood what the repercussions were going to be. But then as time went on, and they started to um, diversify and to try to get other farmers to do it, it started to become a bigger problem because it was creating a lot of health issues. There were there are a lot of people who came forward where they were working in fields or they're a farmer where they started to get really sick. And it was popping up all over the states and they were not tracking it back to the fact that they had been exposed to Roundup. 
Now, on a simple level, Roundup is extremely toxic in for so many reasons. It's just this very heavy chemical that, of course, if you come in contact with it, is going to get into your respiratory system. It's going to get on your skin. Your skin is your largest organ, so of course your body's going to absorb it. Your organs simply cannot tolerate it, and it's going to become toxic to your body. It is responsible for a lot of disease, especially gut disease. So time goes on and we are exposed to this weed killer in our crops and we start consuming it. At this time, there was really no thought of the word organic or the difference between organic and conventional. It was basically just food or not food, right? At this point, you're just eating the vegetables from the market. And then people started to get smart and realize I am getting sick from the crops that are from this farm that has been sprayed by this pesticide, by this um, company that uh, uses Roundup. And so as things started to come to light and develop, people started to understand these are the repercussions of what is happening when we think we need more, better, and bigger. There's always an issue that comes up later that can't be resolved. And so if you think about it this way, if you're consuming pesticides, if you're consuming conventional uh, fruits and vegetables and grains, every time you consume it, it's chipping away at your gut lining. It's chipping away at your esophagus. It's chipping away at your brain. And so if it's doing that, it's creating inflammation. And we know that inflammation is the root cause of disease and poor gut health is the root cause of a lot of disease too. So as time goes on, it is causing many people to have a lot of gut disease and to cause things like leaky gut, respiratory infections. So the general population's health starts to decline. And when the general population's uh, health starts to decline and they start to procreate, and they have babies, that general health population declines too. So now we're breeding in a very unhealthy baby, because usually a baby has like the most health, but now we have babies being born with gut health issues and deformities. We also have a really high rise in miscarriages. Infertility is a huge byproduct of being exposed to pesticides in our food and herbicides. On top of that, you have our animal industry, which for many of them, they consume grass or they consume, you know, greenery. And now they're consuming the grass and greenery that has been sprayed with pesticides. And so their food is contaminated too. So not only is your food contaminated, but the food you eat, food is contaminated. They're eating contaminated food. And so now the, the trail of it, the um, pyramid of it, if you will, is continuing to cause more problems. On top of that, if the animal starts to get sick from this, which they usually will, then they're being treated with antibiotics um, to get better. And in turn, you are consuming their antibiotics. In addition, because they want to make more and bigger, faster, better, that's what the industry is always all about. They are giving them hormones and um, synthetic growth hormones to get them fatter so they can produce more meat. So in turn, you are consuming those synthetic growth hormones. So now, if you're not eating organic and you're not worried about what kind of food you're consuming, you are taking in all of these anti-nutrients, we'll call them, pesticides, antibiotics, hormones, synthetic growth hormones, from your dairy, from your animal protein, to your grains, to your fruits and veggies, because 
a lot of companies just decided they wanted to resolve this issue with things that the human body aren't capable of consuming. And it's increasing disease at a rapid pace. It is to me, I think, one of the biggest reasons why gut health and gut issues have risen so high. Because when we do consume these things, we destroy the gut. The gut does get really, um, it gets really weak from it. If we have a weak gut, if we have inflammation in our body, we have a weak immune system. And now we can see that virus and sickness and flus and all of the things are getting more and more common. So our immune systems are getting weaker. Here's the deal. We have to take control of our health. We have to be able to empower it in the climate we're in now. Much of this, because if you think about the pesticides that are sprayed, that's going into the air. And of course, if it's in the air, it's going to create climate change. If, it's, if a baby is born to an unhealthy mother and father, we're creating a new breed, a new DNA that is unhealthy. In addition, we have things like 5G in our internet. If you haven't seen 5G towers around or you haven't looked up, to see that it's going on. There's these huge towers. You can see them usually by expressways or in bigger cities, these huge towers, and they look like digital Q-tips basically. And these are 5G towers. And every so often they turn the 5G up. And every time they turn the 5G up, it's emitting mass amounts of radiation into our universe, into our air system and ecosystem. And we are being affected by that because we are being radiated from the 5G. So how are we supposed to survive in, on a planet like this? That's completely different from the way that we were meant to be on this earth, on a farm, in, in a field, you know, cooking your own food, growing your own food, consuming from the earth. We're very mineral deficient and vitamin deficient as a whole because of this reason, because we're not being able to get these vitamins and nutrients we were from food. They're definitely not as nutrient dense as they used to be if they are containing all these pesticides and herbicides. So it's really important to take control of it. It's really important to stand up and um, speak out and make a change, especially, you know, if you're experiencing gut issues and for your children as well, too, so that they can start to heal disease. I've worked with so many people over the past eight years of being a health coach, and I have seen people drastically change their health just by reducing their exposure to pesticides and herbicides. And what that looks like really is just going organic, right? That's a, that's a baseline level here. At JRW, it's a guideline. It's a base guideline. You have to buy organic, and you can do that by voting with your dollar. I want to jump into how to empower your food journey and how you can empower your gut health journey and the choices and decisions you can make around food coming up right after this break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. 
pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How do you empower your food journey? Now, I know that first half probably has you stressed out. Now you're thinking you need to completely clean out your pantry and move to Montana off grid and um, you know, basically just eat tomatoes that you grow out of the ground. While we don't have to be that drastic, we can really live in today's environment, but there are important things that you wanna make adjustments on. There's things that you're gonna want to do to help you improve your health by taking charge of your food, okay? And it's really, really essential. So baseline, as I discussed before, you do want to shop more organic. Now, here's the thing. Many farmers cannot afford the organic um, certification. The organic certification is by the USDA. It's basically about $30,000 a year, and they have to check your soil for three years. And so it can be really tough for a farmer to afford it, especially if they are in the beginning stages of growing. So my first thing is always hashtag know your farmer, okay? You want to know your farmer. And the reason why is because many farmers that I use do not have an organic certification, but their crops and their animal protein and everything is super clean and they use regenerative, regenerative farming, but they simply just do not have the finances to get USDA certified. And to be honest, what does that even really mean? You know, the USDA controls a lot of our food and they do not have really good guidelines. So I encourage you to start going to farmer's markets on the weekend to maybe put out a little post or something on, on Facebook or Instagram asking people in your neighborhood, where do you get your produce from? You know, where are you shopping? What, what can you do? Um, what, can, what do you know that, that can help me that I can start to go out and learn more about what's going on in my environment? Usually whatever city I'm living in, because you guys know I like to travel a lot, whatever city I'm living in, I start to um, ask about local farmers and I usually use as much local as I possibly can. So even if I go to the grocery store, I'm trying to check and learn more about local and how I can be exposed to that. So I will find, um, you know, animal farmers in my in my state. Um, you know, like I will search for uh, regenerative, I'll search for organic. Um, if I can't find organic, then I search for grass fed, grass finished. Those are two major um, labels that you want to focus on grass fed, grass finished when it comes to beef. Beef should only, uh, cows should only eat grass. That's at the end of the day, that's their nutrient. So they shouldn't be eating feed or anything else um, for that matter. Chicken, you want to make sure they're pasture-raised, free-range. Same with eggs, pasture-raised, pasture-raised and free-range. So they're not cooped up, for lack of a better term, and being fed a bunch of terrible feed. Um, you want to look for corn and soy-free because if they are consuming really GMO corn and soy, of course, you're going to be consuming that too. 
Um, when it comes to fish, wild caught is better. You know, you're just looking to improve a lot of your what you're taking in. And yes, the change can be a little bit expensive, but you pay the farmer now so you don't have to pay the doctor later, which is really important. Um, you know, in addition, what you're consuming, which, you know, at this point, we're talking about being a lot of whole foods, fruits, vegetables, legumes, grains, um, you know, herbs, uh, animal protein, things that are coming from the earth and are grown on the earth and are intended for us to take in and getting our nutrients from that first. Um, as important as it is to talk about what you're putting in, it is just as important for us to talk about what we're taking out. Now, you can't go to uh, CVS and buy tampons anymore without being bombarded by 50 different uh, chocolate bars at the front checkout. So, of course, it's going to entice you to want to eat sugar. And when you watch commercials, they're all about sugary cereals or unhealthy food. I can't remember the last time I saw a commercial for like an apple. <laughs> I do remember there were commercials for eggs when we were younger, but I don't really see those too much anymore. And so we are being um, hand-fed diet culture, you know, to, oh, get skinny quick, but also here's a bunch of sugar for you to take in. And then we start to feel guilty about consuming it. And it is causing a lot of inflammation. So looking at things like cutting sugar or maybe cutting alcohol and taking out these inflammatory foods in our life as we're introducing the good foods can be just as beneficial to your gut health and just as beneficial to your immune system as well. So it's not just about what you're putting in, but it's also about what you're taking out. Now, I know that sugar can be incredibly hard to take out. Um, so I do recommend eating more fruit and balancing your blood sugar level a lot to make sure that it's a lot easier for you to remove sugar uh, without getting headaches and you feel really good. Um, so I think it's just about creating that balance and understanding that a little bit more. Now, if you grew up with gut issues, you're listening here and you've, you've had gut issues in the past or you knew you had them as a kid like me, I struggled with gut issues as a child because, of course, my parents' health was not the best. And so it is important to focus on healing your gut because as much as you're consuming good foods and removing the bad, you also want to get your body to a place where your gut, your immune system, your endocrine system, your brain, all of these are functioning at optimal level. And you do that by really focusing and healing on your gut. So to heal your gut, it can be a little bit of a process. If you start here with these gut, gut health essential episodes, you can no doubt change your gut health really quickly. You can slowly move through each episode and start to incorporate some of the recommendations and suggestions that I have. And that will help you get to a place of where you're improving over time. In addition, when you are healing your gut, you want to move through what I call the four R's of gut healing. This is what I do in a lot of my programs, and it's really, really beneficial for you to move through it in phases so that you know you're actually working towards something and healing your gut and not just throwing darts at the situation or what I call patchwork healing, which is maybe I'll take this supplement, maybe I'll do this diet for a little bit, or maybe I'll be on, maybe I'll fall off, and you're not actually following a plan through. Um, I love following the four hours of gut healing for all of my clients because then we know where they are in their gut healing journey and we can move through those phases. It's super helpful. 
So obviously, you know, you could check out the links and that will direct you to get to understand a little bit more about my program and what we do to move through these gut healing um, specifics. So here's the deal. This is, this is everything I want you to take away from today. Be your own Carmen Sandiego of your family. Be your best investigator. It's your duty now with the way that our world is and the way that I would say the way that our country is about food is that we have to empower what's coming into our home. We have to empower, what, empower what's going into our body. And we have to empower ourselves to create these routines that involve healthy food in our environment. Because of course, it's really easy to grab something quick, but is it feeding or fighting disease? With every bite, you are feeding or fighting disease. So I basically would love for you guys to start checking in with this. The more you vote with your dollar, the better things will be. We know that organic is expensive, but being unhealthy or having disease is even worse. And quality of life is so important these days. So if you're ready to take charge, your first step is obviously to start investigating, know your farmer and changing over to organic, a very simple step that you can take slowly, start to change out your food as you're finishing it. And of course, you know, just working through with somebody to help you get to the place where you need to be. Again, if you haven't listened, I was going to say read, but listen to those other episodes, they'll be super beneficial. And then you can move through here. And next, we're going to be talking about water, which is extremely important. I cannot tell you how many chemicals are in water. So I hope you'll enjoy that episode too. If that, you, you guys ever have any questions, of course, you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to hear from you there and see if this has been helpful for you. Until next time, I wish you guys happy healing and don't forget to take charge of your gut healing journey by making the best choices for you. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.